0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Hello. You yeah, don't sit down just yet, because I was—I've been praying about this morning, and, and this is a good place to start. And I was asking God because ha- I had a picture in my head of what it was going to look like, and I'm like, "How's it going to happen, God?" And and He's already He's already started in our worship. He's already begun painting that picture in, in, a, in its fullness so I hope you got your ears open this morning let's open our ears just close your eyes and just say with me say I'm listening Holy Spirit I want to hear you you're special to me I'm listening Here come Holy Spirit thank you thank you Holy Spirit come Spirit, Spirit of God, glory of God, come Holy Spirit, God, I just pray for everyone right now, I pray for everyone who is finding it hard to hear, thank you that the ears be open right now, for every ear that is troubled, every mind that is troubled, let it be opened and let the seas be still. Storm be still in Jesus' name. Father, we're eager to hear what you have to say to us. We're eager. We come and we sit at your feet, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grab your seat. Right. All right. Thanks, guys. Great job. Good work, Fletch. My son was using my iPad before, and I'm just starting to get the apps back. How do you open so many apps at once? It's funny when they go from like eight years old. It's not far down the track. They get pick up your phone. And they go, "How many apps do you have open, Dad?" Yeah. Less than when you normally play with it. When like, because I come here and he's got like five thousand apps, and it's just like stop, stop. I like the Androids because you can just say close all. Yeah, thank you for Andrew. I don't know. I'm going to thank God for phones. Okay, I'm really thirsty, so. Is anybody else thirsty? Don, don't drink. You're fine. You're hydrated. Rivers of living water coming from Don. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to bring some humor in here. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking during the song. I'm thinking, yeah, these are great lyrics. That's great, lyrics. Has anyone ever sung something to themselves like, "This is fantastic, fantastic. This is gold." But then you try and <laughs> you try and tell someone else, and you realise it's not. It's not. Um, okay, okay. Hey, I've been loving what God has been speaking to us um, through these Sunday messages. Through this little this little pocket of time, this little gold that we have here uh, on Sunday mornings. Um, uh, Pastor Kylie spoke a few weeks ago about fanning into flame. Uh, oh, fanny, it's his fan, his flame, our fan. Uh, that was what was on the podcast, and um, I love that. I love, that. I love Pastor Kylie's passion uh, for us to be following God, to be to have our eyes set on Him. I love your passion. I really do. I I appreciate it, and and I love it when you get up here and you're fired up yeah. because. Like, I just see parts of you that we don't see every day, and I love it. I love it. Who else does? Yeah. Excellent. She made a statement that, um, don't fake it till you make it. Uh, was it fill it till they spill it? Yeah, that's Steve. I thought it was Kylie. Steve said it was his, but he's always his. Everything's his. <laughs> so, yeah, Pastor Kylie. Uh, it was, loved it. Okay, sorry, it wasn't you. I, for some reason, I have you in. There. Anyway, so Pastor Steve spoke after that about some. <laughs> no, he talked. I love your example of the tea uh, and 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 soaking. What is it called? Steeping. Steeping the tea and and how we're spending time in God's presence and and, and living a life in God's presence. Because because can I. Is anyone like me where you think, yeah, time in God's presence, okay, you know, it's part of my allocated time during the day, the hours of between 6.30 and 6.35, that's my, yeah, we, we, we pocket hole these things, but it's not, it's about living a life in God's presence, steeping in God's presence. How, how good is that? I, I love anything that puts a crack in my mindset of, of this is the way things are and should always be. And God just comes along and just cracks it a little bit and, and then things start shattering because there's not much strength to that sometimes, you know, those mindsets. That you're like, why was I thinking that? I love the freedom that God brings in in, a, in in just that, just steeping and spending time, a life soaked in his presence. So that's it. I'm just recapping over the last few weeks. Thank you, Father. And we can all go now. Yeah. No, no. All right. I and all that, uh, I am going to speak from uh, a book in the Bible which may not make a lot of sense to some people and it seems like it's not quite the right time, but I'm going to speak from Ezekiel. <laughs> and I really did not plan it in conjunction with this, so how cool is that? No, it's for your family, mate. It's for, yeah, you know, just get everyone on side. Uh, Ezekiel is, is a book of the Bible that I, I haven't spent a lot of time in. Like, I've read things there. I I should, because I'm a pastor here. I should have read some of that. No, I have. Okay, so I've read parts of Ezekiel. Uh, Okay, don't, don't. Okay, so, but I want to read from 36, Ezekiel 36. Um, This is just before the Ezekiel 37, which is the dry bones. You know, prophesy, son of man, prophesy to these dry bones. And they get up and start clanking around, and then they get bone, flesh on them and then they get skin on them and they're walking around. Um, so Ezekiel has these great visions uh, through the whole of his books and, and I was reading up on it and Ezekiel goes for quite, it spans over a number of years, a lot of years. His his time as a prophet has quite a few years under his belt as he's, as he's um, getting these visions from God and hearing from God and then relaying it to the people of God who some are in back in their homeland but others have been taken away to babylon i really hope i'm getting this right um babylon and nebuchadnezzar because when they came and stole a number of the the people uh the the good crop of people out and planted them in in babylon um he was ministering to both kinds so it's really it is actually quite interesting even though it's, it's very picturesque and there's a lot of image work going on there in in Through these scriptures, uh, it is very impressive when I was reading it because this verse out of um, chapter 36 really jumped out to me. And so that's why I'm speaking on it this morning because I'm like, oh man, that's just crazy. So I'm going to, I'm really torn as to where to start because there's where we are at the moment is is a very interesting stage in, in the development of civilization, <laughs> Western civilization, I suppose. And it's not like we haven't been here before because we have had pandemics. We have had some crazy stuff happening. But it seems like there is there is an extra added, you know, just a little sprinkling of something into the mix of things, which seems crazy. And and I know I've been talking to people and there's there's a lot of residual effects. Is anybody else feeling that? There's a lot of residual effects. Kind of like when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Uh, and God says, they're going to worship me, and we're going to go. They're gonna, I'm going to be their God. They're going to be my people. But there was a lot of residual effect. You can read about it, like, they, oh, I want to go back to Egypt because that's where the leaks were, and, and we got taken care of back then. Oh, yeah, we were beaten to death at the same time, but, yes, we were taken care of. You know, there's a residual effect, and, and I, I really feel that this morning there is a – God is wanting to remove a lot of that residual effect. Is that right? That's what I'm getting to. I'm getting it out. I'm getting it out. And there's a few points that I'm going to get to. Uh, there's like a, f- a few verses in here. So let's go. Let's go. Verse 24. 24. Um, so 36, 24. For I will take you. I'm reading from the Amplified. For I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. So I want you to look at these verses. This is for the children of Israel. It's, it's for... Oh, i th- I think there's a, there a it can be reapplied to the children of Israel all the way through right all the way through history and into the future as well um, there is a lot being said here so but I want us to take the perspective of we're living on the other side of Jesus living sacrificed resurrected kingdom of god we we now have no condemnation. We now just have way to the Father through Jesus. The door is open. It is open. So a lot of this, the way is spoken in here, is talking from a future perspective. Um, and we're in that future. You and I are living in that future now. I feel like this this is a revelation for us to be reading from this morning. So I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries you've been living in and bring you to your own land. Um, it's kind of like an inward perspective on this one. And an outward. It could be an outward actually going to another place. Um, A lot of people are changing jobs right now. There seems to be this weaving of things happening. But um, I feel like it's an an inward reflection that we're we're going from where we were into a new place. It's time for a new place where we're going. Uh, Then verse 25, I will sprinkle clean water. Some of them say I will wash you. Some versions say that I will wash It's talking about cleansing you. Uh, Sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your uncleanliness. And from all your idols. So, the reason why the children of Israel were, were sent out was because they were messing around with stuff that God said, that's not good for you. Don't do that. That's, follow me. Follow my ways. No, they got to just get their hands dirty and everything that God said, don't do. Well, I'm going to do it. And then they chucked their hands in there and they got involved in it and then they got kicked out. Um, so, but God is saying, I'm going to cleanse you from all your own, everything that's made you dirty, all your worship of idols or you're putting other things first, or you're taking your eyes off of God, or you're looking and letting your pleasures and your your attention seek out where they might find something pretty and fun. I'm going to wash that away. So that's another inward reflection. God's going to wash us. He's going to take us to a new place. He's also going to clean us from everything we've messed around with and everything we've dabbled in in our lives. Oh, that's so good. So good. Especially over the last two years, you know, stuck at home with kids. Oh, man. Okay, so verse 26. I love my kids. Verse 26. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. Just grab a hold of that for a second. I will give you a new heart. And a new spirit. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh. Uh, yeah, from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Another inward looking. I will, put my sp- I will put my spirit within you. My spirit. Ruach. My breath. And cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my ordinances and do them. Sounds like rules and regulations, but again, time to crack that way of thinking. This is not rules and regulations. This is the good life. The good life. Inward looking. You will live in the land that I gave to your fathers. This is the promise. And you will be my people, and I will be your God. <laughs> Verse 29, I will also save you from all your uncleanness. I love this. I will call the grain and make it abundant. I will not bring famine on you anymore. You'll not be without. All right. All right. So cool words. I love this. Holy Spirit. I feel in each one of these verses, there is an element that you'll be able to take and and say, yes, 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 yes. Yes, that's what I want. That's Yes, that's what I need. And, and And I'm going to declare it over your life and you're going to declare it over your life coming forward now forever you're going to say yes that is mine that is that is God speaking to me and also there will will be time at the end where we're going to pray so I'm going to I'm going to put that out there right now you you will have an opportunity for us to pray together about an area that you're saying yes i I don't want that anymore. I want that promise. I want what God is saying to me now. Yes, there's some elements that are still hanging around me, even this morning, even yesterday, but I want that. So we're going we're gonna to have a moment to pray at the end of this where, where we can declare that God is going to change it. God is changing it. God has declared it. He has decreed it and it will be. And we will join together in agreement with God. Love the songs this morning, Carolyn. That was awesome. Okay, so the first (laughs) verse—I should have written down what the verse is. Verse twenty-four: Repatriation. (laughs) God will take you from where you've been living, where, where it's not—you're not meant to be there. It's time to come home. It's time to time to stop. Time to stop. Time to leave. Time to come home. Just drop what you're in. Turn around and come around. Repatriation is, is coming back into the family, coming back into the land. Coming back. It talks about the land of Israel that where where God had promised. It was, it was um, a legacy. It was God giving them their livelihood and everything taken care of them. The land would produce for you. You will have land of milk and honey. I mean, come on. This is, a, this is where I'm going to be as well. God will be there. God's presence will be over the land. I will be with you. You will be with me and we will, we will live as it's meant to be back in the garden. That's where it was. That was where God initially made that state. I think anyway, it's, you know, it's like God and man. Okay. This is the promise. Come home. Come home. So you may feel you're away. You may feel, no, no, yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Well, God does. God knows exactly what you've done. So it's no surprise to him. You could list them all out to me, all the things you've done that that bar you from going into there. Um, All I can say is Jesus says it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Come. Come. Right now, come. Come into the family. Come into the land. God's promise is for you. It's for me. It's for us to live in that promised area. So that's one, repatriation. I love the, when they kept talking about that through COVID, the repatriation flights, you know, sending Qantas out and bringing a plane full of people back. Yeah, they left a whole heap behind, but that's okay. I love the idea of it anyway. Um, Didn't get on the website quick enough. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Bringing the people home maybe there's someone that's coming to your mind right now that needs to come home. Father, bring those people home. Father, Holy Spirit, go out there right now. Bring our family, our loved ones back home. They are meant to be in your family and we declare your salvation over them. Not a matter of whether it will, but when it will. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. So, yeah, the people of Israel coming out of Egypt needed, needed to get rid of some of that mindset, some of that thinking from the, the land they were living in. We need to wash off some, a lot of those last two years. Can, it's just like sand stuck in your hair, in your shoes. Can't get it out. It's in my socks. Who's ever been to the beach and it's just like there? What? It's like three months ago. Where does it get out? In your car. It's time to get it out. Time to get it out. Let's make a declaration. I'm leaving that behind. Let's get out of that. Let Let's leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. And when people, mm, obviously, there's discussion that needs to be made. I know people have got to talk. That's okay. But let's let's be let's be hurting the conversation. <laughs> let's Let's be talking about the good things of God. Let, because I know there's a lot happening. I know there's a lot. There's concerns in life and I know there's things that we need to stand up for and there's stuff that needs to be discussed. But, but let's, there's, God, please, we've got to talk about the goodness of God. We've got, we've got to talk about well, what is God saying in his word in this? Then? What, what is God saying about this right now? Be, because, and I know, it's important. I'm not saying it's not important, but God is much more important. And, and I, oh, when you, so okay, okay, let's just wash it off. I'm washing off now. Okay, get rid of it. Okay, okay. I was, man, I'm carrying it. Put that bag down. I don't have anything to throw around like I did last last time, so watch out. Uh, Okay, so the next one, verse 26, 25, 25, uh, 25, sprinkling. Okay, washing. I love this. So here we are. Well, let's wash. Let's. God talks about washing, I'm going to wash you. Oh, I love it when God speaks about washing us clean because it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And, and, and is it difficult? Maybe for our minds it is, but it's not difficult for God because it's already been done. The, the standard has already been set. The bucket of, of sugar soap is already there. It's there. You don't even need to scrub. You don't even need to, ah, it's just whoosh, gone. Gone. How hard do we work to make ourselves worthy again? We don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to, please. Oh, can I can I just remember that tomorrow? I don't have to work. I, I don't have to work. God said he was sprinkle us clean. Can can I just point out a verse? I didn't get give this to Jesse because I was like, what verses do I give? What don't? And and I was doing a whole thing, but um th- verse twenty two. And twenty-three. Therefore, I say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord: It's not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I'm about to act, but for my holy name, which, which by the way, you've profaned it, not just in the in the land that you're in, but when I kicked you out, you were profaning it, you were sullying my name, because the, the children of Israel carried God's name, not just a word, but His character, His authority, His power. He carried, they carried everything, and then and they're messing around with junk, with, with just. They made God look like he was just a tribal God, just the God of the nation. He was, he's, not, he's not. He's the God of the universe, the God of everything, everything. Whatever people call themselves, he's the God of them. Huh. Okay. So I say that because this is God saying, because I've, I've, I've been jumping around that verse in my head. And it's not fitting through a hole. It's just bouncing around. I'm trying to like, God, where does this fit? Where does this fit? I don't know where this fits. I, don't, I know I'm getting it because because this, the people, they held God's name. That, he was their brand. <laughs> he, he, was, he was who they were. God is, is who we are too. Are you a Christian? I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. So God is my brand. And God. Brought Jesus before I even knew I even existed. God brought Jesus to be able to do this. Yeah, it seems harsh. Those words seem harsh in like, yeah, it's not for your sake. It's actually for my sake. That doesn't remove the love out of it. That doesn't remove the mercy out of it. That doesn't remove the, the justification that God's bringing. It, it actually intensifies it because, because he's doing it for his name back there. But then it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life everlasting life and that's for you and me so God is now sprinkling he's washing us clean washing us you'll be clean and cleansed from everything that made you dirty oh, I am so thankful of that I am so thankful there's nothing stands between us nothing stands between us nothing stands between us have, have you got something standing between you and God that's okay Yes, I, it was ba- it's not good, <laughs> but it's okay because there is a way. God, I don't want anything between you and I right now. God, I, I let go of it. I, I take its crown off that I've given it and I give it to you. You are now my king and my lord. You, you are the authority that I will be yield to and I will bend my knee to. You are what I will bend my desires. I will bow to you and you alone. Nothing stands between us and God. Nothing needs to stand between us and God because he's washing it away. It's time for it to go. Let it get washed away. Let it be washed away. If that's you, when we come up for prayer, just come forward and just say, I'm, I'm leaving that behind. I'm getting washed right now. Here we go, heart of stone. <laughs> I'll give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh a heart of flesh so the heart means not just a physical heart it means the inner man you probably know what i mean by this it's our mind it's our understanding it's our soul where we're inclined to where we make our resolutions and our determinations it's our conscience it's the seat of our appetites and our emotions our passions our courage have heart man take heart I need more jokes in this, don't I? Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> ah, thank you, Pastor Stephen. But a hardening of the heart. Mm. A heart of stone talks about a hard heart. A hard heart can come from challenges in life. It can come from trials, t- tough times, issues, problems, things that we didn't even ask for, that chucked on us. COVID, <laughs> Or it could be someone's actions against you, just chucked on you, and now you've got to deal with it. Yeah. And, and, and it, it hard heart. It's like a scarred heart, and scarring scarring is hard. Scarring is not normal. It's not the way our body's meant to grow. But it it has to deal with it. There's been trauma. There's been a cut. There's been an issue. There's been a problem. This is in our heart as well, not just our physical body, but our hearts. I've got a scar on my wrist, and I need to keep I need to keep massaging it because scar tissue grows for a year. And I've got to keep rubbing it because if I leave it there, it's going to catch on the tendons because your tendons move a lot. It's right it's right on my skin so I can catch on the tendons, really close to the surface. Everything that I need to work there is really close to the surface. So I've got to keep massaging that scar. I keep reminding myself of what happened. <laughs> it's there, but but I'm dealing with it. Yes. That's good. So, so this replacing of our heart is not just a, like, I know God. God does stuff straight away, instant, done. He does it. Yeah, he can do things. I can pray, it's done, 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 done. So I start and finish right there, bang. Other things take time. This scar is going to keep growing for a year. Sometimes it takes time. So this is a transplant, the, the heart of stone to a heart of flesh. This is a transplant. Sometimes it takes time. It takes time to work through this. But that's okay. That's okay. Who, who knows that the best thing about getting somewhere is the journey. I, so, yeah, okay, I'm going to go there because I, I know I speak to you a lot about this frequent flyers. If, if, if you've ever been around me for more than 25 seconds, I will speak about it. I love the idea of traveling. I like, and so I'm actually more into the flight than I am in the destination, okay? Let's just thank God for first class for a little bit, okay? No, okay, okay, so it's a thing with me, but I, that's something I need to take the crown off me and get back to Jesus, <laughs> it takes time okay it's a process I'm working through but, but sometimes th- that healing and that transplant can take a bit of time yeah. so you've got that hard heart hey, it's funny what, what's that what's the clinical term of hard heart Hy- hypertrophic my- cardiomyopathy hard heart where, where your heart is hard and it's got thick walls and it's not moving it's not functioning the same way I don't know if that anyway um, the the heart's it's not functioning the way it should. We need a transplant. So our heart might be hardened. You know, in the Bible, it talks a lot about God hardened his heart or this man hardened their heart. The way they had a hard heart towards God. It speaks of, of inflexibility. It speaks of insensitivity. It speaks of scar tissue. It speaks of wounds. It's just crying out for God to do what only he can do and heal, heal. So a hard heart is not irreversible. I just talked about transplant, didn't I? So that's, you know, we're talking about a spiritual thing here, okay? We're talking about a transfer of God's God's heart to our heart, a heart of flesh. It speaks of inflexibility. Uh, it speaks of a dehydration and a dryness, hardness. Our heart is not meant to be hard. It's meant to be soft, it's meant to be pliable. We're meant to be soft to, to people we meet. We're meant to be able to, to handle things that are happening. God, I need a, a soft heart. God, I need my hard heart removed. Would you transplant into me again my that soft flesh again, soft flesh heart? God, I ask for everyone here who, who's got hardness in their heart that you would soften it, Father. Soften it. The hardness, it can be healed. The heart of flesh um, talks about a nakedness, an innocence, restoring of, of, of just nakedness, just nothing between us anymore, God. Because when there's stuff between us, I'm, I'm getting hard. I don't, I don't want to harden myself. We don't want to harden ourselves. We want a soft nakedness. That's in the Garden of Eden, innocence, nakedness. I know that's a weird statement but crack it a bit. See if it falls. Be innocent towards God. Innocent. Naked. God's going to transplant the heart of flesh back into our nakedness, our innocence, our tenderness. He's going to give us our freshness back. Oh, who wants that? Who wants that? I do. I know I'm running out of time. So, uh, the Spirit, my Spirit, God's Spirit, He says that He's going to give us put his spirit within us oh man infilling of God Jesus your spirit doesn't this sound like the cry of David right you know creating me a clean heart oh God and renew a steadfast a right spirit back into me again that's in Psalm 51 this is the cry of David that that's our cry as well I want to I want to have your spirit in me God because we're not when it's not about being perfect I know but it's I want your spirit, God. I want that soft heart. God, I speak that spirit of infilling into each person here today. Soft hearts, spirit of God, breath of God. The breath of God. Breath. And then restoring. Oh, man, restoring back to where it's meant to be. I'll be your God and you'll be my people. How good is that? He's our God, we are his people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I, I know this is spoken to you. I know that God is speaking right now, his Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Can we just take a few minutes? I know we're probably over time a bit, but let's let's just spend some time in God's presence. Let's, if you need prayer, if one of these areas has jumped out to you and it's made your heart move, it's made your mind move, you have been stirred. Come forward. We have a great team here who will agree with you, who will pray with you, and we'll see God move in this. Can we stand? If you can stand, stand with me. That way it's easier Then you just walk forwards. If God has been stirring your heart, come forward. If God's been stirring your heart, to get out of where you've been, come forward. If you need to be washed, come forward. If you need a new heart, come forward. If you need God's spirit in you, come forward. If you want to be in the land that God has called you and you want to be back with Him, you want to be able to be naked in front of Him and not be ashamed, you want to be able to run to His presence, then come forward. Come forward. The time is right now. Right now. Father, God, we call on your name. We call on your authority. Come and make it right. Give us that heart. Give me a soft heart again, God. I got hard. I've been hurt. But I want to be soft. He's promised softness to you. I know there's more. If you're stirring your heart, come forward, please. If you've been hurt in the past and it's something that has altered your way of thinking and changed your way of seeing the world, come forward. We will pray together and we will say, God, restore a fresh heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for joining today.